0: really annoying because I can hear a car moving, parking, and I can't see who's parking. So that's not a good start to the podcast. Um, it's been quite a busy week actually. Well, no, it's not been a busy week. It's been a busy weekend. I'm quite tired today. and a bit washed out. So you'll have to just bear with me if I drift off somewhere that uh, isn't uh, on the normal route. Welcome to episode 157 of Mr. Bird Pods. Yes, well, I, I, I woke up very early this morning because I had a long weekend and uh, I had quite a nice lie-in because I thought, I'd, I couldn't remember if I'd set my alarm or not, and decided not to worry about it, uh, thought it must be about 10 o'clock or something and then realised it was about an hour before the alarm went off and I already had set it. So um, I sort of got an odd lie-in because I'd woken up earlier than normal, then thought I was having a lie-in. Uh, but all I've done was woken up earlier than normal. Uh, I'm not sure any of this is making any sense, but obviously I'm a little bit tired. Um, so it's quite sunny today, actually. It's uh, blowy, blowy sunny outside. Um, the day started as Monday does. I wasn't sure whether I was going to because I am tired. I just want to um, emphasize the fact that if anyone is doubting in any way, I am tired, a little bit tired. Um, I didn't know whether I would do yoga in a run this morning, but I did actually. I thought I'll do a nice, quiet, meditative uh, yoga session with Adrian. Um, and oh, hello. And um, I did that thing. It's just this perverse thing in me that I have every intention of, sent, of settling down to a nice, quiet thing. And I ended up doing Reignite Your Body. Why? I mean, why? Why did I do that one? Uh, so I was completely exhausted It went into Downward Dog about 25 times um, And I didn't feel reignited at the end It had to be said But anyway I did it, it was fine uh, I was in a bit of a, uh, a rush Because the piano tuner uh, Was coming at midday Although that did not mean much But we'll come to that in a minute So then um, uh, What did I do after that I do miss the days of poetry Because uh, my online teacher uh through sort of lockdown and after uh, sometimes it read a poem those of you who remember those days who've listened longer than others will remember the days of the uh, the poem and the end of the yoga session uh, which I always find quite difficult to keep a straight face when she was reading them Uh, they weren't her own but I miss her actually she was a nice yoga teacher anyway so then I went for a run and I was going to again I was going to go for a nice gentle run on a flat uh, route round the um, woods so what did I do? I went for a really hilly run around Ali Pali. I just don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, and that was all right, except they'd barrowed off a lot of Ali Pali because I think it was a weekend concert thing going on. Uh, so I got a bit confused. Well, I got confused because um, I know I know sort of two or three routes, and I know they're all five kilometres. And I got thrown off course with this, so then I'm running around in places not knowing uh, how to do five kilometres without getting home too quickly or too late. Um, I don't think anybody cares really. So anyway, um, you know, that was that went quite close, that was quite pleased. I think I did it in 32 minutes and now I'm absolutely shattered. So I came home uh, through the washing-on and um, what did I do? I waited for the uh, piano tuner. Now, the piano tuner is Italian. I leave that hanging, and it's um, quite eccentric, uh, it's a bit hit and miss whether he's going to turn up or not, so I wasn't uh, I wasn't expecting him to turn up at 12 o'clock on the dot. Um, I think last time he came, or was it the time before, uh, he had quite an argument with somebody on the phone in the middle of tuning the piano, because he had double booked himself uh, then the time before that or the time after that, his wife was sitting in a car outside because he'd forgotten something, uh, but she wouldn't come in. So that was all a bit strange. And prior to this one, I got a very, very long uh, WhatsApp message from him giving full details and costs of uh, stripping and renewing a piano. So I did have to, uh, and that was after a call to me, uh, I just have to say... Is that for me or someone else? Uh, and it was for someone else. So um, this piano <laughs> tuning, he turned up. I thought, I'm gonna get my lunch because I always have lunch at 12 o'clock, being a person of habit. And I thought, well, I'll get my lunch because uh, it's about to be late. And then I sat down to eat my lunch and he turned up. So that was not unusual, I suppose. He came in, he the piano, everything's fine. I had a little chat. He said, it's nice, he's quiet. Uh, I really like him, and he does a great job with the piano. He comes on a little sort of scooter, motor scooter thing, or a big, yeah, not not a flipsy thing. And um, anyway, tootled off, where are you going next? Said Hampstead. Uh, right outside the flat, I just heard this shouting uh, and realised it was him. He's on the phone. Absolutely full-blown Italian shouting, waving his arms around, uh, it seemed to echo everywhere. There was lots of swearing, English swearing. Uh, I nearly rang the neighbours to apologise because they've got children, but I think they're probably at school. It went on forever. Um, but it was most entertaining. So, uh, and then eventually uh, he seemed to calm down and off he went. So um, it's always quite exciting. <laughs> it was quite exciting when the piano tutor comes. <laughs> I should get him in more often. So that was that's so The piano is now tuned. And what he'll do now is he'll forget to send me the uh, invoice, and then I'll forget to ask him for it, and then I'll pay him a couple of months' time. So, um, what happened last week? I hear you cry. Uh, not a lot. I cry back. I um, have we got any new listeners this week? Well, obviously we've got the um, National Treasure's mother, uh, who, as far as I'm aware, is fully on board with this, as long as the National Treasure. Uh, gives the details of how to access access me because that's important, and um, the National Trust has been a bit quiet this week. I don't know what they're up to, and then uh, so I oh yeah a, I've been trying to finish a short story because I've got to get a short I've got a deadline for a short story I think this week uh, for the writing salon of which I've had two published short stories so I'm submitting this one which has gone Irish I think I may have mention this before it's just gone Irish this short story I don't know why I don't know where it's come from but it's about three Irish women uh, and I've had to actually give it to an Irish fr- I'm so embarrassed about the fact I'm suddenly writing an Irish short story being completely English I've had to give it to an Irish friend of mine who has actually hasn't got back to me yet so that's a bit worrying um, I will better check in on that so, um, well, it was all Irish in my head when I was reading it and writing it, and then I read it back, and it all went very English, so I don't know what's going on with that. But it's all gone very... Um, it's got very poetic. Uh, I don't know, it is a bit odd. So, i um, also oh, walking past with a dog. I've never seen that dog before. Oh, she's having a good chat to it. I don't know whether people think that their dogs actually do understand them when they're talking. I know they've just done big poo. Um, it's a dog, not the owner. And... Um, uh, I've completely lost my train of thought there. Uh, yeah, so I was finishing my short story. Then um, I worked on Tuesday because uh, I don't know why I worked on Tuesday. And then I worked two on Wednesday and all was jolly. And I worked Honestly, I've got no recollection of what I did last week. I think I was just doing lots of writing. Then on Friday, we went to. Uh, we drove up north. Up north. It always. I like the A1, so we always got the A1. I don't like the M1. And it always puzzled me as a child uh, that it said the north, the signs. Uh, it's on the motorway as well. The north, th- the south. Um, it's a bit strange if you think about it. So anyway, we went to the north on the A1. Uh, we drove up to Newark. Uh, it actually took us quite a long time, but... Th- we had to charge well, there was nowhere to charge the car when we got to the destination, so that was a bit problematic, so we had to make sure the charge was the car was charged on the way up, so that took longer than normal. But it was alright. And the weather was very nice, I seem to remember. Uh only had one heated discussion about uh getting into a lane. And then when I got into the lane, apparently I was then in the wrong lane. So uh a problem, I think it went quite smoothly. Where did we eat? We ate at uh, yes well we went to uh peterborough services i don't know what i'm telling you this is not at all interesting and then uh so we went to ronhurst bay because it was the scattering of the parents ashes we did well my brother had come up with the idea excellent idea and, uh, that uh we i don't know we haven't got any association particularly with uh mum and dad and places because they tended to go somewhere quite a lot and then they would get bored or it would change I think that was they wouldn't get bored it would change there'd be a change um, and then they'd go somewhere else it's like shopping in Marks and Spencer's always getting the same thing and then there'd be a change uh, so they'd have to get something else so uh, my mum didn't like change very much and I can't say I'm very different so um, they used to go to Robin Hood's Bay I used to go I remember I went quite a lot and it's on the Yorkshire coast uh, near Whitby between Whitby and Scarborough and I know my brothers went up at certain points as well because they're older than me so we didn't tend to all go on holiday at the same time. Anyway, my brother thought uh, it would be a nice place to scatter the ashes and also the grandchildren don't live too far away. So uh, some of the grandchildren and the other grandchildren came up with my brother and his wife. So uh, there's quite a lot of the family there and uh, I and my sister-in-law both thought We were scattering ashes into a stream. Uh, I stand by this. I'm sure uh, in my head from my brother's description of what we were going to do, we were going to be scattering the ashes in a stream, but we didn't. So um, we got up and we uh, went into Robin Hood's Bay, which is lovely. Uh, We stayed in a. I'm being very jumpy around here. We stayed in a very nice uh, pub with rooms called Flask Inn. Just outside Robin Hood's Bay. Uh, Very dog friendly. So there were lots and lots of dogs, which is always very pleasing. Very nice room. Huge bed. Beautiful view uh, out of the window across the countryside. Um, That was all very nice. And we had an extremely nice meal that evening. Uh, Pork, which I'm not a big fan of pork, actually. Um, And I always order it. Well, I don't always order it, obviously. I don't always order it because I'm not a big fan of it. I occasionally order it and then I regret it. And I ordered it. Uh, on Friday night and it was the most delicious pork. It was absolutely falling off the bone, delicious pork. Uh, I don't eat an awful lot of meat. Um and it was really, really lovely. So that was that went down well. Then uh, I'm jumping around all over the place here. Then the next day so Saturday we went to Robin Hood's Bay. We went into quite a stressful um environment for lunch. Um it was it was just a little lovely looking cafe. Cafe? Cafe and uh One of us uh, asked if they did lunchy things. Uh, The man just looked at them and said, yes. And then they started asking questions and the man said, well, if you actually just look at the menu, he wasn't, he was just very Yorkshire. He wasn't rude. He was just very blunt. If you look at the menu, uh, it'll stop me. (laughs) It'll stop stop you bothering me. (laughs) But as... (laughs) As I didn't find it quite as funny at the time <laughs> I find it very funny now thinking back um, it wasn't rude it was just blunt and um, we had a meal there and it was a very very tiny kitchen that you could see all of it um, and the man was there with I think it was his son his son looked as if he was on another planet but actually worked really hard had huge hickeys all over his neck as well <laughs> I don't know how old he was probably 18, 17, 18 or something Um, And the the owner was just quite flustered and made it clear to everybody how flustered he was. (laughs) So we just put our hat down. Actually, after the food came quite quickly, there wasn't really a problem. Um, But I, because I could see people coming in through the door. And going up to the counter My heart sank Every time anyone came in Because I thought, I just don't know what reaction they could get uh, I don't know what reaction they could get From the the proprietor uh, But anyways We had a very nice lunch there. <laughs> Albeit not relaxing But what made the whole thing funnier Was this was was The reason he was so flustered <clears throat> Was because it was lunchtime And he'd obviously had a very busy morning He said Oh he'd had loads and loads of people in and they'd run out of, of course, I, one thing I wanted was a salad. <clears throat> and um, we'd had a very nice breakfast, actually, breakfast. The food at the, the pub was great. Anyway, I went to salad, but they'd run out of salad because they'd been so busy. Uh, anyway, we. <laughs> it had a really odd name as well. It was like a French woman's name, which was completely, um, <laughs> completely not like the blunt Yorkshireman <laughs> running it. <in. laughs> It's very hot. Uh, there's all these things now. I'm thinking about it. Uh, sorry, I'm me more than they did at the time. Anyway, I was telling my sister-in-law we had lunch there and they'd gone in by complete coincidence. Well, there weren't many places in Robin Hood's Bay, it had to be said. There was only a few places down the main down the high street. They'd gone in first thing in the morning and apparently got a very similar response. <laughs> only he was very flustered. Because (laughs) he'd barely, or he'd opened the second that my brother and family um, had gone through the door. (laughs) So (laughs) it went from him being really flustered at nine o'clock because um, people got through the door the second he opened it, to being very flustered (laughs) at lunchtime because he'd had a very busy morning. Uh, So they'd had a very similar (laughs) experience to us. (laughs) We'll have to go back, there so anyway that was that and then there was lots of miscommunication as there usually is and we ended up in Whitby um, and then I made it all worse because I jokingly said we were at the uh, what was it called the Dracula experience which we weren't at all and I don't know why anybody thought we'd be at the Dracula experience uh, but of course my brother thought uh, we were and he went tootling off to meet us there, and then it all got a bit complicated but fortunately we bumped into um, uh, my sister-in-law and niece so uh, it was all vaguely fine and then we sort of wandered around Whitby which is a very nice place but full of drunk people but then we found out there's been uh, some music festival or something I don't know it was full of uh, little groups of quite aggressively drunk men so it wasn't that um, relaxing in some ways Uh, we did the 101 steps up to the abbey and the church we didn't do the Dracula experience sadly Uh, although obviously I was very keen to do that and um then we went to... Oh, in the morning we'd walked along the beach a Robin Hood's Bay as far as we could get and then it got a bit tidal and we couldn't get around this sort of bit of the cliff without taking shoes and socks off and there was no way I was taking my shoes and socks off Uh because I was not going to get my feet wet and sandy and then not have anything to dry them with, just saying. Uh And um anyway, it turned out we went to this place called Boggle Hole which was around the other side of the bit where we had to stop walking in the morning, so... Uh, that's not very really interesting either. So we got Boggle Bogglehole <clears throat> and uh, my sister-in-law had beautifully uh, cut some flowers from her garden, which my mother would have loved, uh, baked some cheese scones, scones, I'm not going to get into the pronunciation of that word, <clears throat> and some shortbread. I'd brought, I was hugely pleased with myself because I found some rosé champagne um, hidden in the cupboard. The operative word being hidden, because I didn't know that champagne doesn't do vintage in the way that wine does. To cut a long story short, we had fizzy sherry uh, to toast everybody. And uh, then we scattered the ashes. Well, I poured them uh, into the sea. So that was that's my mum and dad's ashes. And it was lovely. Actually, it was really, really lovely. And the children, those were children, they threw the flowers in to the waves and um it was a perfect place to do it actually my brother and sister-in-law uh, big big thank you actually uh, because uh, it was very well planned and organized even if it had been stressful in the planning of it uh, so it was a really beautiful uh time and uh what did we do after that then we all piled back to where my brother and sister were staying and had fish and chips uh and then the next morning we came home again which I think was relatively unstressful, uh, although we had to keep charging the car a lot. Anyway, it took us about eight hours. I don't know why it took us eight hours. It was a man walking past. I've never seen him before, uh, and he's got a lead, but he hasn't got a dog. It's interesting. Oh no, I have seen him before actually. I haven't seen him for a long time. It's not a dog lead. I don't know what he's carrying, but it doesn't look like a dog lead. Um. So, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm shattered, actually. Uh, it has to be said. Uh, but it was a very nice weekend very pleased we did it and uh, as a friend of mine said because they scattered their dad's ashes in the sea every time she goes to the sea she thinks about her dad so I thought well that's no, so it's nice don't have to go back to that place where we scattered the ashes just have to be by the sea and the oh and that was the best bit it had poured down with rain uh quite a lot on the day and then for the time we were on the beach it was clear and sunny and then when we left, it started raining again. So that was good. Um, I am really tired, actually, as you can probably tell. So um, I'm going to do a quick rundown of books. The Sentence by Louise Erdrich. I keep mentioning this book, Louise Edric, Erdrich, I don't know, E-R-D-R-I-C-H. I keep. I know where I've got the spelling thing from. It's from Sally Bailey's A Reading Life, Writing laugh. Every time she mentions anything, she spells it because she's such a teacher. And now I've started doing it. I'd also just like to say she's been rubbing my nose in it because her podcast has got into the Apple Podcast Top 10 or something. Uh, obviously, mine isn't in the Apple Podcast Top 10. I'm just saying there's somebody else walking past. And um, some people walk so slowly. I don't know why they bother walking, to be honest. I must just stand still. And um, yes, anyway, so Louise Erdrich Edricks, The Sentence. Cannot recommend it highly enough. It's an absolutely beautiful book. It's the sort of book I'm slightly, I'm not going to talk about it, because I think if you talk about it, it will do it uh, a dishonour. Is that the right word I'm looking for? Um, But there's a very lovely review of it in The Guardian. Um, which doesn't give too much away about the book but really captures the spirit of it because I didn't know anything about it when I read it and the blurb on the back makes it sound like a different book to the book it actually is Um, because it is set around a bookshop and there is a ghost in the bookshop and I thought it was going to be a quirky funny book but actually it's a very serious book although it is funny it's a very serious book and it's the sort of book that I completely and utterly lost myself in its world It's, it's, um, it's contemporary Uh, but I lost myself in the characters and I lost myself in the world and that's always my highest praise for a book. Um, It's a beautiful book and I really think it was shortlisted for the Women's Prize, I think. I don't know what the other books on the shortlist were, but I think it should have won. Uh, So I can really, really recommend that for an absolutely um, a good read, as uh, they would say on Radio 4. Uh, Not The Other Side of Night by Adam Handy, which is one of the worst things I've ever read in my life. was oh, just an absolute dreadful book. And um was oh, somebody else me past you. It's all go today. And um, oh, it's the neighbour. And and they're going soon, actually. They're moving uh, far, far away very soon, which is going to be very, very sad. In fact, it's in a matter of weeks, I think. What else? I think that's all, actually. Uh, I found out that the plant in the bathroom that I've really tried so hard to keep alive is one of the most difficult plants to keep alive ever and I read somebody on the internet say they have worked with plants for 30 years and they've never managed to keep one alive so I felt better about that I have to say and also the spider plants looking a lot better all those of you who were worried about it um, on that note of cheerfulness and happiness thank you for listening